Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, the Omicron spread and the alarming new study that predicts up to 140 million new COVID infections in the next few months. A mad scramble as crowds overwhelm testing sites ahead of the holidays. It's going to be a tough few weeks. But it will only be a few weeks. Plus, the FDA authorizes a second antiviral pill to treat COVID at home. Last-minute rush. Winter storms could bring a white Christmas, but also headaches on the busiest travel day of the season. COVID precautions. What you can do to protect your family during holiday gatherings. Part of the rule is that we all have a test, a recent test. Guilty of manslaughter. The jury finds a former Minnesota police officer guilty in the shooting death of Dante Wright. The war on cancer, a new treatment that can help prevent one of the devastating side effects of chemotherapy. Royal Baby's first photo. Baby Lilibet makes her debut in the family's Christmas card. To the rescue, a TSA agent turns superhero to save a baby's life. And bringing Christmas cheer and lights to our nation's military families. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us. I'm Jamie Yukas in for Nora. We begin tonight with this year's holiday season looking like a disappointing repeat of last year. All thanks to the Omicron variant. Case numbers are racking up. More people are entering the hospital. Healthcare workers are overwhelmed. Average daily cases fueled by the highly transmissible variant have now exceeded the Delta peak from this summer. Meanwhile, Americans are shattering records at pop-up testing sites with long lines stretching around blocks from New York to Los Angeles. And if you're looking for an at-home COVID test, 
That's going to be tough. Demand is so high that more retailers, including CVS and Walgreens, are limiting the number of kits customers can buy. CBS's Nancy Chen has the latest from New York City. Good evening, Nancy. Jamie, good evening to you. Omicron is spreading so quickly here in New York right now. Daily infections are up 34% in just one day. The nearly 40,000 new cases is the highest one-day total since the pandemic started. In the last-minute scramble to get home safely for the holidays, the most popular gift may be the toughest to find. Hundreds of people waited today at this site in New York City for test kits to take home. How hard is it to get a test these days? Uh, really hard. I've tried a couple of times, and I came on Wednesday, and after putting my name down, it was a six-and-a-half-hour wait. It's not just getting the test. Labs are overwhelmed, and frustration is growing. Took a PCR test with guaranteed results, supposedly in 24 hours. It took five days to get those results, which at this point are meaningless. This, as new COVID cases keep exploding, more than doubling in six states and more than quadrupling in Florida, Hawaii, and Washington, D.C., just in the past week. According to one projection from researchers at the University of Washington, nearly 3 million Americans could be infected each day by the end of January. The model estimates total infections beyond the number confirmed from tests. Advice from one scientist. Somebody has been vaccinated a long time ago. He or she need to go and get a booster as soon as possible. Somebody has been infected a long time ago because there is a waning immunity from infection and from vaccines. At some of the nation's top universities, fears of large COVID outbreaks are causing many to start the new year remote only, at least the first couple of weeks. There's also some positive news. A second at-home COVID treatment was approved today. The FDA authorizing Merck's antiviral pill for high-risk adults. The drug is less effective than Pfizer's, but the FDA believes both will work against Omicron. Still, a note of caution. I'm on oxygen at night. I have chronic ringing in my ears. Um, I lost at least a half of my hair. Alex Atwell was infected early in the pandemic, but experiences symptoms to this day. Early research shows Omicron is less severe than Delta, but the Chicago area nurse offers this warning. The science isn't there yet. If that many more people are getting it, that means that many more people perhaps might be getting long haulers. We're also learning the iconic New Year's Eve celebration in Times Square will be scaled back. Only a quarter of the usual number of people will be allowed to attend, and everyone has to be vaccinated and wear a mask, Jamie. Good idea. Nancy, thank you. Well, all of this is making for tough choices for many families to get together or not this holiday. Joining us now is CBS's Dr. John LaPook. John, I know a lot of people out there saying, you know what, just not worth it. Others, though, haven't seen their loved ones in two years. Is there any way to get together safely? You know, nothing's 100 percent, Jamie, but I think you can. And it starts with a clear COVID protocol. That means being upfront, absolutely honest about people's vaccination status, potential exposure to the virus over the previous week or so. And then you can decide, are you comfortable with the risk? You talk about a COVID protocol. Does that start before you even get together? <clears throat> 
Absolutely. At least a week before you get together, people should be especially careful uh, careful about any potential exposure. And then, of course, vaccination and getting boosted. And, Jamie, the CDC told me that the booster starts to give you protection uh, against this virus within 48 hours of getting the shot. And then we have to up our mask game. Yeah. Um, it, the better the mask, the better the protection. You want to have a good fit. You don't, you don't want to have that mask slipping down under your nose or billowing out at the cheeks. I know I've put the cute ones away. It's all about the N95, KN95 now, right? (laughs) So that's the beforehand. What about when you get to your family or friend's house for the holiday? Well, you know, those rapid tests, if you can find one, can be very helpful at picking up if you have enough virus in your system to infect somebody else. Best used immediately before you get together with somebody. But remember, if you have symptoms, stay home, even if it seems to be just a cold or allergies. You know, it could be COVID. And then there's ventilation and filtration. you got to remember the virus travels through the air. So open a window, crack a door, and use an air filter if you have one. And then finally, keep it small. Dr. Fauci told me this morning he'd like people to avoid large gatherings for example, Christmas parties with 20 or more people. All good ideas. I do have to ask you, though, I'm seeing this on social media. Unvaccinated people are seeing vaccinated people and Mm. boosted people testing positive. They're saying, what's the point? Dr. LaPook, what is the point? (laughs) The point is you still may get infected if you're vaxxed and boosted, but you are much less likely to get seriously ill. That's the point. It's a good point. Dr. John LaPook, thank you. Breaking news this afternoon, a Minneapolis jury has found former police officer Kim Potter guilty of manslaughter in the shooting death of Dante Wright. The verdict came after nearly 30 hours of deliberations. David Schumann from our Minneapolis station WCCO was inside the courtroom when that verdict was read. We, the jury on the charge of manslaughter in the first degree, find the defendant guilty. Kim Potter stood silently as the jury found her guilty of first and second degree manslaughter in the fatal shooting of 20-year-old Dante Wright. Potter was immediately taken into custody. Accountability is not justice, but accountability is an important step. The former Minnesota police officer claimed she mistakenly fired her gun, thinking it was her taser during a traffic stop in April. The prosecution argued Potter, a 26-year veteran, acted recklessly and with culpable negligence in drawing the wrong weapon, killing Dante Wright. During her testimony last week, Potter said the shooting was an accident and broke down on the stand. You didn't run down the street and try to save Dante Wright's life, did you? No. You were focused on what you had done, because you had just killed somebody. I'm sorry it happened. I mean, who, what decent person wouldn't be brokenhearted and sad if they were involved in something like this? Wright's death sparked unrest in the Minneapolis suburb of Brooklyn Center. Today, a different reaction outside the courthouse in Minneapolis. Wright's mother, Katie Bryant, who tearfully testified during the trial, thanked the community for their support. Has shown that police officers are not going to continue to pull their gun instead of their taser. Mm, And we made this happen. Potter will be sentenced in February. She faces up to 15 years in prison for the most serious charge, but could end up serving half of that because she has no prior convictions. Jamie? 
And she is behind bars tonight. David, thank you. Former President Donald Trump is asking the Supreme Court to block the release of hundreds of pages of documents from Congress and its investigation into the deadly attack on the U.S. Capitol. His attorneys argue that the Constitution and the Presidential Records Act give former presidents a right to protect their confidential records. A federal appeals court unanimously ruled against Mr. Trump two weeks ago. With just two days before Christmas, AAA predicts today will be the busiest travel day of the season. Meanwhile, a storm system across the West will deliver a white Christmas to some, but it could also bring some delays. CBS's Carter Evans takes a look. (laughs) Americans are refusing to let COVID kill Christmas this year. Airports across the country are bracing for millions to fly today, many making up for missed hugs with mom. Hello, hello. It's the first time Jessica Bedoui has seen her parents in two years. She and her boyfriend were stuck in Australia during the pandemic. As soon as the borders opened, we were, we were very quick to, to organize everything before things changed. How much busier is this year going to be than last year? So we're going to have more than double the amount of passengers. In Los Angeles, airport CEO Justin Urbachi says Omicron is not scaring away passengers. Well, I think a huge difference is the amount of people who are vaccinated uh, and boosted. You know, people are much more comfortable traveling. Another 100 million will be hitting the road over the next week and a half, approaching pre-pandemic levels. And that's with the cost of gasoline up more than a dollar over last year. The gas prices haven't affected my decision to travel, but I've definitely felt the impact of them. A December dip in prices is providing some help for drivers, but the weather is not. On icy I-94 in northwest Wisconsin overnight, a fiery 100-vehicle pileup left more than a dozen injured. And out west, an atmospheric river of rain is causing flooding and dumping snow in the Sierra Nevada just in time for Christmas. But it's not just storm clouds hanging over the holidays. You do what the doctors tell you to do, you should be all right. At LAX, travelers can test at the airport, some even getting a booster before they board. Like to be sure you're good, you're good to go, protect yourself first and then safety for everybody next. And Carter Evans joins us now from Los Angeles International Airport. Carter, there's new calls tonight to change the rules when it comes to isolating if you're fully vaccinated. Yes, and these calls come from airlines and flight attendants. They're asking the CDC to cut that isolation period in half for breakthrough cases from 10 days to five, with Omicron spreading so rapidly. They're concerned about staff shortages that could impact operations. By the way, the CDC just reduced the isolation time for healthcare workers to seven days, as long as they meet certain conditions. Jamie. Wow. Carter, thank you. Tonight, we continue our special series on the war on cancer 50 years. I took a look at the emotional impact hair loss can have on both women and men during their cancer treatment and the procedure that helps prevent it from happening in most patients. Are you looking at me? When Alana's doctor discovered a lump in her breast, she was seven months pregnant with her third child. I sort of felt something in the shower one day and, you know, I I panicked um, as one does. Within days, a biopsy had confirmed breast cancer. You're two months away from giving birth, so did you have to delay treatment? I had a a mastectomy, which was at 34 weeks pregnant. So, you know, having the surgery when you're pregnant, that was was pretty scary. Let's do it. I want to 
see my kids grow up. I mean, I felt a little bit like I was in survival mode. Hair loss is often seen as inevitable, but emotionally devastating side effect of chemotherapy. Alana also worried how her two small sons, five and eight years old, might react. Her oncologist, Dr. Philomena McAndrew, said she could possibly save some of her hair by freezing her head. We want to allow the patient to have their dignity and quality of life throughout the treatment. Patients cover their head in a tight frozen cap before, during, and for 30 minutes after chemo, freezing the scalp in an attempt to stop the chemo from traveling to the hair follicles and potentially causing baldness. It's a bit of a shock to the system when you first put it on. But saving your hair takes effort. The caps must be changed every 20 minutes with a sometimes painful brain freeze at the beginning. And it's costly. It's 500 for the cap rental and then 1000 on top of that for having somebody to do the caps for you. Many insurance policies have begun to help pay for the ice caps. Would you feel comfortable yeah. removing yeah. your headscarf? Well, you definitely still have hair. Yeah, I still have hair. It's just, it looks cute. (laughs) It really is one of the most distressing parts of chemo. Is it because your hair is part of your identity? Yes. Femininity and feeling lovely and beautiful. And it is part of your identity. And and with the breast cancer treatment, like so much of that is already being stripped from you. Thank you to Alana. If you were wondering, studies show about 65% of patients who use ice caps do keep most of their hair. We learned today of the death of one of America's great writers. Joan Didion bridged the worlds of literature, Hollywood, and journalism, chronicling contemporary American society. She also wrote about the depths of her own grief following the deaths of her husband and daughter. Her publisher says Didion died at home in New York due to complications from Parkinson's disease. Joan Didion was 87. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cash back events, And it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Four people were injured following an explosion and large fire that broke out overnight at an ExxonMobil refinery outside Houston. Authorities described it as a major industrial accident, but were able to bring the fire under control by morning. The four injured are stable. The cause of the fire, though, is not yet known. Take a look at this. A TSA agent at Newark Liberty International Airport sprung into action to save a choking two-month-old baby. You see her there crawling over. Officer Cecilia Morales, who is a trained EMT, says it was the first time she had performed the Heimlich maneuver on an infant. No doubt she gave the family the best Christmas gift imaginable there. What a hero. Prince Harry and wife Meghan Markle shared the first photo of daughter Lilibet Diana in their family's 2021 Christmas card. The six-month-old is the second child of the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Their first child, Archie, was born in 2019. Those are two cute kids. Wow. In their message, they expressed support for organizations that help families, including Afghan refugees and Americans in need of paid family leave. 
The holidays are a time for giving, and who better to be on the receiving end than a military family? CBS's Janet Chamberlain reports. It's been years of hard knocks for Geisha Alvarez, so she never expects good news. You were nominated by multiple friends and family, and we're here to decorate your house. <laughs> are you serious? Yes. Yards of garland, hundreds of lights, thousands of dollars in decorations. Go team! The transformation is underway. Are you ever a little worried when you knock on somebody's door, sort of unannounced? Especially so when you don't know if they know that you're coming. The Christmas decor company sells the trimmings, but every year they do 200 homes for free, often as a surprise for first responders and military families. We have three girls, five boys. How do you do it? I don't know. <laughs> Beyond eight children, Geisha is her husband's caregiver. Angel has brain injuries after surviving an IED blast in Iraq. <laughs> Hours later, Geisha and Angel were the first to see it. I would cry here. I'm so sorry. Aww. But as the kids came home from school and the sun set... Who wants to lead the countdown? The full glory of the gift revealed. One. <laughs> so awesome. I'm not used to receiving anything, especially people donated their time to come here and do this for us, so... Pretty amazing. A jolt of joy for a special family. The holidays illuminated. Janet Shamley in CBS News, Cullowee, North Carolina. On tomorrow's CBS Evening News, Steve Hartman's on the road with an update of a Florida man whose bench therapy sessions have expanded to a nationwide audience. And remember, if you can't watch live, don't forget to set your DVR so you can watch us later. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Jamie Ucas. Have a great night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.